Hotter Than Health podcast, a plant-dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. We are back. It is 2023. First episode, we are going to go ahead and knock out the most popular question, the most sought after information, content, people asking about protein. And we've actually been doing a lot of conversations or having a lot of conversations regarding animal protein. What's the difference between plant-based protein, animal protein? Am I getting enough vitamins and protein on a plant-dominant diet? All of that juicy, juicy content. And before we get into it, thank you so much for everyone who has uh, subscribed and continue to subscribe into the new year. 2023. I have it all written out the next couple of months worth of interviews. I am actually trying out a new mic right now. And if it sounds better, worse, different in any way, that is why. It's because we have a, a three-person interview, so I needed to get equipment for that. And if you're a podcaster listening or if you're going into podcasting or if you're interested in it in any way, highly recommend the Zoom. It's a Zoom device I don't know exactly what it's called, a Zoom something, Zoom recorder. And I got a four-person setup and I'm loving it so far. I thought I'd be really intimidated by the knobs, buttons, and detail, but it actually is super self-explanatory. Or if you just sit down and don't put too much pressure on yourself to try and figure it out right away, I like set the time and date on it first so that I could get a little, a little confidence boost. And yeah, loving it so far. In 2023, we are going to have conversations with locals in the Charleston area who are in the fitness and wellness community. We are also going to be talking more with people on uh, alcohol. We're going to be talking more about hormones and metabolism, talking about uh, mold toxins, manifestation. I'm really excited for all that is to come. So if you are interested in on any and all of that, make sure you are subscribed Either you're following on Spotify or you are on Apple Podcast. And of course, as more and more podcasts come out, I feel like every single day we see a new person starting a podcast, which is all good. That just shows that more people are listening and getting the value. But as we do go and get more... As space starts to fill more and more throughout different platforms... The best way to continue to see a growth in your audience is through reviews. And I know, I think we have something, I don't know, a couple, I don't even know how many reviews we have on Apple Podcast. We have a few hundred review, uh, I don't know what they're called, a few hundred, what are they called? Um, Ratings, excuse me. We have a few hundred ratings, but I know that if... Even 10% of the people listening wrote a review on Apple Podcast. It would be 
monumentally huge. And if you have not done that already, please do so. It's your little New Year's gift to me, to the podcast. And honestly, all it does is helps people find the podcast more. So even if you write, love this health and wellness podcast, or liked the episode about mold toxicity, or liked the episode about balancing your hormones through supplementation, whatever episode you liked, whatever you like listening to, you talk about macadamia nuts, nut milk, fillers, or if you just want to talk about this episode, it would mean the world. Okay, let us get into today's episode. And you know the solo episodes can be a bit shorter. So if you are out on a walk, then know that if we do talk about any links or other accounts, anything like that, I'll link it in the show notes. So you don't have to worry about it. Stay on your walk, enjoy what you're doing, but let's get into it. When it comes to protein, I think that there are two different ways we can look at it here. Well, there's a million different ways we could look at it, but overall in society, there's two large parties when it comes to protein. First would be the camp that is more involved and in support of making sure we are getting lots and lots of protein. Um, Some say up to 30 grams per every meal, um, at least, you know, one gram per kilogram or per pound of body weight. And that's one camp and that's all great. There's the other camp who says, hey, If you're eating whole foods, you don't have to worry about balance. If you're eating whole foods, you don't have to worry about getting enough protein. Vegetables have protein in it. Don't don't stress yourself out about getting too much. Or, you know, if your my fitness pal is telling you that you're not getting enough, then you're gonna stress out and you're gonna feel like you're not getting what you need, and that's gonna cause just a detrimental relationship to food and macronutrients. And we just tend to overthink, and that's the long and short of that camp. I fall somewhere in the middle of this. When I first started the podcast, you all know, or if you don't know if you're new here, I was fully plant-based, and I I remember that after a, I don't know, I think it's been seven or eight years since I've had any meat, other than seafood, excuse me, and I remember I would... I would be so focused on making sure there were no animal products. I would be so focused on making sure that everything like the calories added up and everything was clean and perfect and Instagrammable. I was just obsessed with food in the wrong way. And I think that I was just focusing on making sure I was going to the bathroom regularly, having a lot of energy. All of those things were great, but I will say there were some points where I was underweight to the point where it was wreaking havoc on my hormones. I was also going through a ton of anxiety at the time with my sleep cycle was totally off and I wasn't really getting the balanced support that I needed from food. I thought I was, but really I was getting more of plant-based carbs, which are fan or um, plant-based proteins, which is fantastic. There is a place for them. I love them. I still consume them. That is not the issue. The issue is was that it came to a certain point where I knew that I needed some type of a little bit more substance when it came to protein 
and I didn't want to continuously have protein shakes every every single afternoon. That just wasn't my wasn't my jam. And I knew, okay, I'm going to start incorporating eggs again. I would get cage-free, wild, organic, local as often as possible, and I would have, you know, a couple eggs a week. And then eventually I was like, holy God, I, I love eggs. I eat them constantly. I had three, two today. I love them. Love eggs. And we get them uh, locally from Chucktown Acres. So, so in love with it. Because I know where they're coming from. I know there are no pesticides, hormones, glyphosate, anything like that, that the chickens are feeding off of. So I, there came to a point where I thought, okay, Yes, I want to be more plant-based, but I still need a little bit more balance because I was starting to lose energy. My hair was getting really weak, my nails, my energy, overall my anxiety, my stress, like lady problems, all these different things. And when it came to balance, I went on the complete other end of the spectrum where I started counting my macros, where I would download my fitness pal. This went on for, it wasn't too, too long. I think it went on for a couple of months and I was also working at a fitness studio. So I had a lot of support around me saying like all the guys around me were doing my fitness pal and everyone was obsessing over their weight and body image and scale and all that stuff. And we had a, uh, we had a machine in the studio that would measure your body fat percentage, your water levels and all of these other metrics and we would get on that once a month and we would always have these competitions and it just in hindsight I mean what the fuck but also we're in the fitness industry at at a young age and we're like you know what we're we're doing it we're learning and that's how I guess I found my balance so I got onto my fitness pal and I think that this is where it will relate to a lot of people on my fitness pal you go in and you type in your weight, you type in your activity level, you type in your goal, but that's essentially it. You type in your age, but that's essentially it. You're not giving your amount of sleep that you're getting. You're not getting hormones. You're not getting, are you on your period at this time? You're not, you're not filling in the fine details. And that's not, you know, my fitness pal is great for if you, if you want to use it, but when you're putting so much pressure on just getting those macronutrients, you'll hit them any way you can. And despite your best interest at some points sometimes. So I would go in, I would plug in and do my weight, do my activity level. But I, I think that I even undershot how much activity I was, how much energy I was expending. I think a lot of us do that. And it's one thing if you, if you, you're like, hey, I'm, I'm not a workout person. I'm pretty sedentary. I like to watch movies. I like to do my thing. Zero is wrong with that. Nothing's wrong with that at all. I, it, this is just what my experience was as I was saying, you know, I'm like moderately active. Even though I was coaching four fitness classes per day, I would work out, go for a walk and get not great sleep. But when you're in that toxic mindset of thinking, okay, if I'm not doing, you know, a huge CrossFit class or running a marathon, then it's not intense activity. And I should have been doing that. So the calories I'm sure were off and I would do tuna. I would do eggs. I would do, you know, sourdough toast, one third, one sixth of an avocado. I would do tons of greens and arugula. I would do a little bit of fruit, a little bit of veg. And then at the end of the day, I knew I had carbs left. I was over on my fat and under on my protein. And I know that that is 
basically where a lot of people fall. We're like, wait, I'm full and I don't know what else to eat or I don't want to eat any more of this protein isolate or I don't want to eat any more salmon or whatever it is, or I just want a piece of avocado toast. What's the problem? So I think that those are the two ends of the spectrum that I have experienced and that I have heard many of my nutrition clients experienced as well. And they're like, Eliza, I just want to find a way to balance it all out. And I'm trying not to bring the word balance into 2023, but I do think that in the context of talking about blood sugar, it's it's important. Now, hear me out. In between those two parties that we were just talking about, there's this beautiful middle ground where if you prioritize putting the four main components of a balanced meal into your meal, every opportunity you get, then that is when I believe then you really don't need to be tracking anything. You don't need to be writing your macros down. I mean, if you're on an elimination diet and you're trying to figure out health, food sensitivities, gut things, that's a different that's a different conversation completely. But if we're just talking about protein, I do think that if you are prioritizing getting a high quality piece of protein, whether that is smoked salmon, eggs, uh, if you're doing chicken, if you're doing meat of any, uh, like land animal of any kind, then you're getting a, a full sturdy palms worth of that in your meal. You're getting I think as many greens as you want. People say a, f- a little more than ha- like a little less than half the plate. Do as many greens as you want, as long as it's not just soaked in oil and you get a little bit of healthy fat in there. You get some starchy carbohydrates for some fiber. Then I think that that is where the beauty lies. That is when you have this meal, you're feeling good. You mix it all up. You're, you're getting different colors. You're getting fiber, fat, protein, and carbs. And that is when I think you can find the sweet spot and you will not find yourself, one, super tired in the middle of the day, and two, you won't be deplete of the protein that you might need. Because here's the thing, I I do think that this is a health podcast. It's not a secret that we talk about nutrition, health, wellness, fitness. And if you're listening to this, odds are a lot of times people will message me and they tell me about an activity or what they're doing. A lot of y'all work out. A lot of y'all are into working out and fitness. And I want you to prioritize that recovery in the sense of nutrition as well. Meaning that you are getting a balanced meal in the, you know, within an hour or two after your workout. You're you're not waking up at five, working out at seven, and then not eating until 10 or 11. That's going to drive your metabolism down. Having these three balanced meals is going to allow you to, I say three balanced meals, some people that's four, some people that's two big meals with a snack in the middle of the day. That's often what I do. I usually have my breakfast around 10 because I okay, it's a luxury. I wake up around 6.45. You know, I move slow. I do my meditation. Like we're good there. But I have my breakfast around 10, about 45 minutes after a workout. Then I have a, I, today I had a banana and a bomb bar. And then, oh, you know what? I actually did have lunch today. I had a can, I had a can of tuna after, well, this is for lunch. I had breakfast and then I had a can of tuna, chopped up a ton of white onion, mustard, a little bit of mayo, uh, avocado and arugula and what else did I do? Celery. 
But again, I'm also a week before my period. So it might sound like, oh, there's no carbs in that lunch, but I'm a week out before my period. I'm sorry, a little less than a week out before my period. And I'm prioritizing fats and protein and fiber during my meals. If I don't get starchy carbohydrates, then I'm going to be fine. When it comes to this balanced meal, it's the power of three out of four. If you can hit four out of four carbs, fat, protein, fiber, if you can hit four out of four, great. If you can hit three out of four, that's also great. If you hit two out of four, it's probably a snack. And to to put it into super simple context, I'll give some examples of each macronutrient because it is something that I want to make sure people understand. Fat can come from oils, it can come from nuts and seeds, it can be through avocado or uh, coconut, different things like that. Chia seeds. You can also get, here's some examples of starchy carbohydrates. You could do some banana, you could do breads, grains, legumes. Uh, Legumes can also be a plant-based protein, but They aren't a complete protein with all the essential amino acids, but if you pair them with brown white, uh, with rice, they are a complete, because if you put those two things together, you're getting all nine essential amino acids. Uh, Protein, we gave some examples earlier, chicken, fish, eggs, like a full hearty palms worth. Then you have your greens, your fiber. So again, that could be That could be your veggies. That could be some sautéed veggies. It could also mean some sweet potato with greens in it as you mix up your carbs and your... You can't get fiber without carbohydrates. So don't expect to eat tuna salad thinking you're getting fiber. Fiber only comes from a plant source. So as long as you are... If you are eating a plant-dominant lifestyle, you're definitely getting enough fiber. But I wanted to address the plant-based protein. So those are the two camps as far in the spectrum of where you can fall as far as the, am I getting enough protein? We're either not worried about it at all and sometimes under eating protein to the, and and this is where I wanted to transition. We're like, okay, well, if, if we're, you always say that we're, we shouldn't worry about under eating protein. The more and more research and guinea pigging I do on myself, the more I do realize that my energy levels are better, my workout recovery is better, and overall I do feel a more stable, stabilized state of hormones, stress hormones, like meaning meaning that I'm falling asleep faster at night. I've never had a huge issue with it, but I notice that I'm not I'm not staying awake at night overthinking everything and then super exhausted during the day but can't sleep at night. I I don't feel that way at all. My skin has been super, super regular. Um, I've had a couple of other issues, but I do think that incorporating some more animal proteins, and for me, it's still fish and eggs, but... I will say I'm doing some bone broth as well, which has been really nice. It's not the most bioavailable, as in like the most easily absorbed uh, protein, uh, animal protein there is, but it's a baby step for me. It's good for your gut. It's great for healing the gut lining. That's that's where I'm at with that. And that's been feeling really good for me. So that's where I am. So I have been transitioning more from a plant-based to a really actually plant dominant. And I also feel like if I get a good amount of protein in there, then I'm also 
craving veggies more. I feel like I'm eating more veggies. I feel like when you're plant dominant, then there's more pastas, there's more potatoes, there's more rices, which I still absolutely love and devour constantly. But I do feel like I'm craving more vegetables because I'm having the fattiness and the protein from the animal proteins. And that's filling me up. One reason why having an adequate amount of protein is really beneficial for us in the long run is not because it's it's not because of necessarily the fullness but it is the balance we've talked about this before but it's been probably a year since we've talked about this but there are hunger hormones called and and satiety hormones called ghrelin and leptin ghrelin it's like the gremlin, hungry, it's hangry. When you're, when you're hangry, the ghrelin is like on your shoulder telling you you're hungry. And then there's leptin, which is the hormone that signals satiety. Now, when you consume high quality proteins, let's say it's tofu, let's say it's um, salmon, when you consume high quality proteins in conjuncture with fiber and a little bit of fat, then you are settling down that ghrelin hormone and you are bringing forth the leptin hormone saying, hey, we're satisfied. It's not just about the calories you eat because you can eat two bags of potato chips and have the exact same amount of calories, but it's doing completely different things to your insides. It's not always about the calories. It is about the balance and are you hitting those balanced points of your meal to ensure that you're not feeling lethargic throughout the day. I think a lot of times we think in the middle of the day, you know, we get that 2 p.m. crash. We think, oh, do I need another cup of coffee? Do I need a snack? And then maybe we grab a banana or maybe we grab an apple or some dried fruit, something, or, or even if we grab like a piece of toast with peanut butter on it, that's still only hitting one or two of those macronutrients. And we do want as many leading up to the three as possible, three or four. If you are just having a snack with one macronutrient, be be it fat, fiber, carbs, or protein, then yes, you might be satisfying your hunger hormones a little bit, but if it's just a sugar or a carbohydrate, chances are if you're really tired and then you have that, you'll have a little bit of energy for the next hour perhaps, and then you likely will crash again. gyms and we know that during January, February, March, the beginning part of that year, the gym is always slammed. The equipment isn't always available. Sometimes you walk in and you get so overwhelmed, you just don't know what to do at the gym. I've definitely had that problem before and I know that sometimes it's nice to have a guide. It's nice to have a workout already planned, whether you have 10 minutes, 30 minutes, or a full hour and you can really sink your teeth into a workout. Introducing Mosa On Demand. That is M-O-S-S-A. Mosa On Demand is a subscription-based fitness platform. 
It is only $9.99 per month, and you can get things like kickboxing. You can get strength training. You can get aerobic dance classes. You can get stretching, mindfulness, recovery, foam rolling, anything that you need. And also, you don't need equipment for a lot of these workouts. And sometimes when you're in the gym and you want to get a little more strength training, but you don't know exactly what to do, but you don't want to sign up for a full gym, you really don't know what you're doing, but you want that weight training aspect. That is something I think Mosa On Demand has done really well. With the code hotter than health 30, you can get 30 extra days for free after your 14 day trial. Again, that is code hotter than health 30 and you can get 44 days for free. After that, a subscription is only $9.99 per month and you can again have workouts 10, 30, 60 minutes. You're going to love it. They have over 300 amazing workouts and all you have to do is go to mosaondemand.net, use the code hotter than health 30, give it a try, fueled by music, coaches, motivation, and again, podcast listeners get 30 days for free on top of an already 14 day trial with a coupon code. So you'll get a reminder letting you know that it'll be $9.99 per month and then you're good to go. You have your entire routine already set and you have your habits built. Again, that is mosaondemand.net. Use the code hotter than health 30 and enjoy. And that is typically when for me personally, if I ever do that, I can't say when I say me personally. Like if I'm saying for me, I also don't need to say personally. I don't need the redundance is not coming into 2023. Anywho, for me today, I was a little tired in the middle of the afternoon. Again, hormones are a little wild right now because I'm about to make my period. You guys are probably like this woman is literally always on her period, but I'm not. You guys just hear the podcast all the time. And I had a banana. I thought, oh, this is delicious. I'm feeling good. I have a couple errands to run. I'm going to go do that. And then I can, to to the minute, an hour later, I hit this wall. I was crashing again. And that's not what I wanted. Here's what I could have done. Here's if we go back in retrospect. So if you're still, you know, midday, you don't have dinner until seven tonight and you just had lunch an hour ago, this is where you can, this is where you can adjust your day. Let's say you go for a banana or you go for an apple. If I had added a scoop of nut butter, I'm not really a nut butter person, but this for all intents and purposes, this is an example. I could have added, I could have sliced up the peanut butter, added some chia or hemp seeds for a little bit of added protein, and then done a, a tablespoon of nut butter. Then there were fats, carbs, protein, and fiber also from the banana. If I had done that, then I would have been more satisfied, fuller for longer. That is just one example. Uh, if you're someone who consumes smoothies in the morning, this is especially important for you because I think a lot of times we just do protein or and then a milk or water, ice, veggies, fruits. All great, but if we were to add a fat to that, then we would stay so much fuller for so much longer. I think that a big component of having enough protein is having a variety on your plate and trying to hit more than just one or two macronutrients in your meal is going to naturally, by default, provide your body with more protein. 
whether you're getting it from a plant-based source or not, I do think that by incorporating a bit of protein at every episode, at every episode, at every meal slash snack, you will reap the benefits of less volatile hormone. blood sugar levels, meaning you're not crashing and craving and then all of a sudden needing to have a Twix bar, needing to have candy, sugar, chocolate, which you have and enjoy it, but not as a meal. And people are going to hate on me for saying that and be like, shame. It's not shame. I just want you to have a variety of good foods that are abundantly around us. That is my perspective on animal protein. If I were someone just starting out on a plant-dominant diet, maybe you're still in that camp like I am where you don't want to necessarily eat a bunch of meat and you want to lower back, you want to slow down on the meat consumption, but you still want to get your adequate protein. Here's here's what I would do. Here's a breakfast for me. I'll give a hot and a savory and then a sweet. For the sweet, I would do a smoothie. I would do everything room temperature because I'm a baby child and I get freezing and it's just not it's not great for me, but I make it thick. I would do a scoop of the Organifi protein. Uh, I'd probably do a vanilla protein for this smoothie. This is one of my favorite smoothies. I would do a banana. I would do the Organifi protein, which is a plant-based protein. There are digestive enzymes in it. There is no added BS, all organic, uh, all organic ingredients. It's my favorite product. I use it all the time. And my boyfriend does too. I constantly have to, <laughs> I constantly have to re-up because he uses it six times a week. And I'm like, it, I, I look in the tub and there's none left and I'm using a spoon because the scooper, it, it, there's not even enough for me to get one scoop out. So I'm using the spoon. I'm like, Jake, you have to, you have to warn me when this is gone because this is sustenance. Anyways, if you want to try that, you can get 20% off if you are to switch up your proteins. Um, This has a digestive enzyme, tons of amazing amino acids and nutrient profiles, and the flavors are just really good, and it it mixes really well. I sometimes put it in my coffee and use my frother to mix it up, but you can use code HTH20 for 20% off. That is Organifi.com backslash HTH, and get 20% off. You'll love it. You won't get that discount really anywhere else, so... Use that code HTH20. I'll put it in the show notes as well for Organifi Protein. They also have the greens powder, the reds powder, the probiotics, all that good stuff. But getting back to the smoothie, I would do the Organifi Protein. I would do a handful of fresh or frozen spinach. That might be the only frozen thing that I use. I would use banana and then I would do a bit of either a little bit of coconut milk or one fourth of an avocado for the fats. And then of course you can add in a bit of flaxseed, your chia seeds, your hemp seeds, whatever extra fun things you want to add in. If you want to do ashwagandha or spirulina, all those superfoods would be great as well. But, oh my God, Jack, what did you, awesome. I won't even tell you about what just happened back there. Can't wait to get off this podcast and go deal with it. Okay, so that it would be a breakfast smoothie. Then you have a savory, which is normally where I go for breakfasts. I would do a slice of toast, whether it's sourdough or whole grain, seeded bread, whatever works for you. I would do a slice of bread. I would do two eggs. If you just did an intense workout, and again, this is not just about weight, but if you're if you're over 130 pounds, 
you do three eggs or just do two eggs and then add some egg whites from a carton. Let's not overcomplicate things. Get your extra protein in there. And then you could do, I would chop up onion, chop up pepper and some other type of green to have in there. Chop it up pre like Sunday night so you have it. You just throw it in there, scramble them up. It is so easy. If you don't want to dirty up a bunch of dishes, you can also put them into a microwavable safe bowl. And I know people think that this is gross, but if you're in a really time crunch, that's what I love to do. So I still get my veggies and just don't put any metal in the, I'm not going to tell you to not put metal in the microwave because you should already know that. And if you don't, please, please go, (laughs) go learn that lesson the hard way. Just kidding. Okay. So that's what I would do for a savory breakfast. And since there is some decent high quality fats and cholesterol in eggs, you can opt in for half an avocado or out, but I would also do maybe a handful of fruit, dark berries for some healthy carbs and protein or fiber. That would be breakfast. For lunch, you would do what I did today, can of tuna, rinse it out, drain it really well. I would do a slice of toast again up on a bed of arugula or mixed greens, chop up some herbs if you have it, do a bit of mustard, a little bit of mayo, mix it up, vinegar, onion, whatever seasonings you want. Actually, a little bit of curry powder sounds pretty good. Uh, That would be lunch. Have a little, for a snack, I did a bomb bar today. I actually had the protein bomb bars. I did get them on subscription. So if you've been interested in blender bombs or if you are looking for a a good ingredient uh, protein bar, I really like the bomb bars. They're like a cookies and cream flavor. I have those on subscription. They come every other week and I have to hide them. But that's what I do for a snack. And then for dinner, I'm not sure what we're going to do. I kind of want to make a tofu curry dish. And if I don't do that, then I will maybe do a stir fry. We, uh, Jake just went fishing the other day and we have so much fresh tuna. I mean, like it's so fresh that you cannot smell it. It has no smell. It has barely any flavor, which is a great thing for tuna. And it's just so beautiful and pink. And we might do that. I'm definitely going to get mercury poisoning, but I think it's worth it. That's what we're going to do. And if I were heading into 2023, wanting to adopt a more plant dominant lifestyle, I would definitely have some organic sprouted tofu. Uh, That's something they carry at Trader Joe's, which is dope, which means that it's processed in it or it's created in a way that's more easily digestible when it's sprouted same with bread or or nuts seeds if you can get sprouted hummus if you can get sprouted okay that's a tangent but sprouted tofu organic (laughs) anytime you're doing soy organic 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 is the name of the game and no you can't always trust the labeling even if it says organic but better safe better at least to try (laughs) um that's what I would do. Now that is my play and perspective in 2023 about protein. I think that if you're getting balanced meals and you're considering helping out your hormones, making sure you're getting a variety of different foods on your plate and thinking of protein as almost a tool. Uh, I know that that's not a sexy or romantic way to think about food, but in my case, I do think of it as a kind of a healer in a lot of ways. And I, I've grown to really appreciate it a lot more. Um, on the moral side of things, I still am not. And you'll never find me talking about mass agriculture and animal farming and finding that a good thing. But I do think that 
you know, if you're sourcing things locally, it was just hunting season. If you know anyone with venison or who has a humane way of butchering these um, types of animals, that would definitely be a better place to start. And you can ask around, go to your local farmer's market or uh, crop sharing, crop testing, crop sharing in your area. That's what I would do. This was nice. What are we at? What are we at? We are at, oh my God, we're only at 32 minutes. This is fantastic. I think we've done a really great job. And only one ad and it was baked in. It was just slid right in there so smooth. But honestly, I do use the Organifi. They only have me say it one time on an episode, but I use it all the time. I use the green powder this morning. Anyone who knows me will tell you that I actually travel with this powder. Um, They're like, oh God, here she is again. But then guess who's always asking for me to green bring the greens powder? I have everyone's little green cocktails when I didn't this week because of other reasons, but or over New Year's Eve. But I'm also so excited to have an episode talking about uh sobriety, talking about mindful drinking, limiting your intake, talking about hormones for a healthier metabolism, healthier skin, have a fun, sexy Valentine's Day episode, manifestation, mold. Y'all, we have some good stuff. Make sure you are subscribed. Please, 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 if you have not written a review, it is the most phenomenal way to support the podcast, and I cannot thank you in advance enough. I will put a link in the show description for how to leave a review. You just click on that link and do so. Thank you, thank you, and I hope everyone is enjoying their week and the beginning of their new year, and we are starting off on a good foot, and if you're not, switch feet. All right, talk to you next Thursday.